0: Welcome to The Journey, where we are going to talk about a lifestyle with dogs and throw in a few life lessons along the way. Whether you're a hound hunter, a bird dog enthusiast running setters, pointers, retrievers, or a flat out running dog junkie, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Heath Hyatt, a certified law enforcement canine trainer with over three decades of personal and professional training and handling experience. It's time for me to pay it forward. So grab your leads, lace up those boots, and come and join me on this lifelong process of teaching, training, and learning called The Journey. Do you like to be outdoors like I do? Hunting, fishing, hiking? If so, OnX is the app for you. I've been a loyal Onyx user since 2013. It's the one app I can honestly say I use daily. While hunting, I know where I'm at at all times. I mark trails, feeding, bedding areas, and the list goes on. When I'm traveling, I use it to pre-scout all the new places that I'm blessed to hunt. While out west hiking Yellowstone, I knew exactly where every trail went and the difficulty of each one. And here's a secret... I even use it to mark my favorite fishing spots. It's been a game changer at work. I've used it numerous times to get in touch with property owners. I even landed MedFlight one time in the middle of nowhere using the GPS coordinates. OnX has so many great features and tools, you can literally use it for everything. It is by far the best mapping app on the market. And hey, it's Houndsman XP approved. So get started with Onyx today using HXP20 and know where you stand. From Bear Camp 2023, uh, we're in second week of our, our kill season and man, it has been wide open. My old body's getting tired after today. I'm really tired and sore. So tomorrow is probably going to be a slack day. So anyway, I've got some my buddies down from New York. You've heard them both on a podcast before. So I got Uncle Bob Bob Melville on with the black and tans, and Jeremy's on with us. We call him Bugs. So if you hear saying Bugs, that's who we're talking about. And Jeremy was on with um, the Bavarian Hound and talked about the deer tracking. So we're going to kind of recap a little bit with his dog. We're going to talk about Bob's training season and they've just we just finished our third day hunting here and I think they're headed back north tomorrow. So we're going to recap that. So you guys sit back and enjoy. So Bob tell us uh how did your season go? I know that you've switched some dogs around from when I was up there last week last year. I didn't come up this year because I was in Maine. So I met, so it's been almost 2 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was up last year, not this year, but last. Yeah, I was up last yeah, we were up year. last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what do you got? What you got? You what dogs do you still have? And, uh, I just still have uh, one, two, three, three, four
1: tracked down black and tans mm-hmm. to crossed up with some um, Batman and dog.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And what I know you still have Sawyer, the old dog. Sawyer, the old dog. And then what, what else are you looking at?
1: Um, I got a a, litter, a, um, a son out of him, and I have a granddaughter out of him, which mm-hmm. is that smoke dog. And then I bought a pair of puppies from a, a fella uh, out in Wisconsin that are bred out of um, Uncle Buck. who's supposed to be a he's a track down dog. Mm-hmm. When but, but they're only puppies, so he won't we won't know not until.
0: Oh, so you have them at home. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. I, I well, didn't know one's
1: out here, one's home. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. the the yeah. one you left today. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and I know, I know that Sawyer got hurt a couple times during, during your tr- running season, and like what you just hunted. Yeah. Well, first, pretty quick, on our training season,
1: we got them those two big boars that just hog everything. So they went in there and, you know, with the two. I don't know if the puppy was there, but the two sons of his went in there. All three of them went in there, and, and of course, um, he got too close and got busted up. Broken. Uh, uh, Scapula,
2: right? Well, that was shoulder a fractured
1: blade. Blade, shoulder blade and yeah. uh, one of the vertebrae. So it took me the whole season to, dock to get him better. And then we went to Maine, and on a third day of Maine, he got his ribs caved in. Ooh. So he's. You know he's basically I you know he can start at old track or whatever, but I don't really think he's can he's no way he'll be able to keep up with any any of these young dogs now. Right. And uh, he's also nine years
0: old. No, so back up a second. I'm I lost. So the you had two dogs with you today. Right. The smoke dog is the granddaughter out of that Sawyer dog. Yep. And that Moses is Moses. the son out of that dog. And you said there was a brother to Moses. Is there a brother yeah, to lo- Moses? Um, yeah, loner, and that belongs to Sean. Oh, okay. I'm with you. I'm I'm tracking now. I've got you. Mm-hmm. And how did Sean's dog do? Sean's dog did really well this year. Um, in Maine, you know, it was
1: a lot of you know. That's why we went there because we knew the environment was going to be totally of nothing like dumb dogs were used to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I mean, they, we seen four bears. We just couldn't make it happen. We don't know the country, and we're kind of. It's mm-hmm. so new to us. Hold the whole hunt environment up there. What they where they have it? When you know roads and they got to cut them off and get them across the road. You know them trees aren't big enough for them there as to climb where we were.
0: Yeah. So they're just catching them. Yeah. Well, I think you're bringing. We we won't talk about it right this second. But I think you bring that to with you. You bring those bear on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to leave it home. Yeah, you go when well, you come back next year, you got to leave that little ju- that little juju ju with you. Leave yeah. that hoodoo with you. Like we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the pup, like Johnny had pups last year. Do you have one of them? That's that smoke. Dog. Smoke, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm with you. I, I'm okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. And that that's out of the
1: same guy that bred the same female that bred uh, Maramoli's Uncle Buck
0: too. Okay. Yep. So, so we keep that. Line. But y'all, y'all got them from. Is that who you got them from? No, um, Tom Kohler out of Wisconsin. Super nice guy. Gotcha. Are you satisfied? I mean, okay. I know you. You know, over the years, um, and you guys mm-hmm. listen to the podcast I did with Anthony and Anthony's how I hooked up with Bob, and of course, when you started, you went in. You liked Bell and Clyde. Yeah, we had the Cameron dogs. Yeah, you started with Cameron dogs, and then you still we started kind of give y'all guys a little background we started breeding the high lonesome stuff into it and i i was not a fan it was not the same was it well
1: i don't think i've ever seen a cameron dog and i ain't picking on them but i've i've never seen another cameron dog that matched up to clyde or bell especially Mm -hmm. bell you know they were both good but i think bell was probably a little bit better Mm -hmm. all around and then uh that time we was in the Sterling, mm-hmm. you had a, a a young Walker pup. I don't remember which one it was, mm-hmm. but she was young, like five, six, maybe six months old. And I don't know if you remember when we treated them two great big bears. You were like mm-hmm. maybe. Up. And remember, I remember her drifting that tract and just smoked past Clyde. And it was a female. I, I Well, that's twenty some years ago. Cause it I, wasn't Ring. No, no, no. Because Ring was already up.
0: Yeah, ring would have been.
1: No, I don't. Bob, I don't know. I don't know what dog that would have been. Well, that's when I said I got. I need to. And then Rodney had told me, yeah. if you want to catch bears, you got to put. You got to have some kind of Walker in your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't
0: say that out loud. We'll be we'll be shunned off the podcast. Well, I'm... yeah, but no, and then you then we went and I give you a couple Walker dogs and you ended up buying a couple, mm-hmm. made nice dogs. Yeah, that's kind of what got your like. You were catching some bear then. Oh yeah. Yeah. So how do you? And the reason I asked this, like, so with the the group that you have now, where, where, do they, where are they at and how do you, do you like them as well? Do you like them better? Do you not like them as much? Where are you at with them?
1: I do like them for a lot of reasons. Like, they're nicer to be around in the yard. They're not so high strung. Mm-hmm. They mind a little bit better. Like, you can let them run around, you know, clean kennels, do it out, and just holler, they'll come. Where some of them other dogs, like that Pete was a good dog, he mm-hmm. would, and Abby. But the other ones I had, you, you. You couldn't get away with that. Not that they were bad dogs; they were just different. Um, but they just need more work. To, I mean, it's hard. Like I tried to go to Maine, and then I come down here. Mm-hmm. You know, this environment's much the same as mine. Yep, I think actually even too. nicer. I think you just got you don't have so much rocks, yeah. sharp rocks for your feet and the ledges. But you know, and it, the thing is, there's only three dogs. Three to four dogs that are hunting together, mm-hmm. so they don't. They don't, and they're kind of independent. And I don't know where that's coming from, if it's just environment or if it's in their blood. But Mm -hmm. that, like, that's what hurts me a little bit. Like in Maine, they wouldn't pack. They want to. They just they hunt together, but they won't pack.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, too. I mean, the way you hunt, like, you're not relying on anybody else. You're doing. They're either doing it or they're not. And I think that's probably a little bit of that. Maybe it's not even genetics. Environment. It would be the environment, mm-hmm. and then now, and like today, he finally went. He he went today. He did he go Tuesday? And or did you have him? No, leave? remember he went off by himself. Tuesday he did. went
1: down over the bank, and then he ended up with him. But he he kind of went okay. right handed. Oh but but yeah, on, yeah
2: yeah. On Tuesday he did uh, go in mm-hmm. with them dogs, mm-hmm. and when me and Wesley got in close, mm-hmm. he he came out. It was a lot of dogs. And I, I think he just. Overwhelmed. I think he was overwhelmed from mm-hmm. what I could yeah. tell. Because even yeah. when I brought him, we were within fifty yards, and I brought him back. He mm-hmm. was a little. He was like, "What the world is all this yeah. in here?" Like, but he was of... a quick learner. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, and today we had a little less dogs. Yeah, no, it was quite a pile yeah, of dogs like We only had five, five with us today, or five on Man. today. Yeah. um So and you know, Bob, I think about this a lot because I'm. You know, I'm getting older too, and I, I like a dog a dog that's calm and just don't have that, you know, antsiness about them. That's a good word, antsy. They're you know they're kind of like a, a horse sitting there pacing, like da, da, da. they got to go, they got to go. Which in the police world, I get that a lot because you got to have those souped up dogs to to do what we need them to do.
1: And you kind of need them in big country to yeah. catch.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a double like we I think we talked on the first podcast. It's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have a little bit of that. I mean, and I've got. I mean, I've got one dog that literally drives me nuts at the, at the, in the pen. Like, drives me nuts. Because if he gets bored, he starts being destructive. And it reminds me of a Mally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he he reminds me of that. You get him out, you let him run around the yard a couple of days, and he's fine. But I don't like it.
1: Well, it, I've been thinking about that a lot for the last couple of years because it's getting harder and harder time-wise or whatever to keep them dogs on a on – a, from doing that. That's why I need to come up with a certain kind of like exercise machine. So like 3 mm-hmm. days a week, you can go out there even if for 15 or 20 minutes, half hour, it takes that out of them. And then they're not so loud in the kennel anymore.
0: They stop that pacing. Yep. I mean if you keep them busy. Right. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the whole thing. You got to keep them busy so they they're not being rambunctious and they're not being you know you got to keep that edge off of them yeah, it's
1: like a hyperactive little boy you yeah. need to keep them playing and roughing housing yeah
0: and i i mean like i said i i like my dogs to be laid back more so you know I, and i still don't have all that because you you know each dog's different mm-hmm. and they're individually different but i like them to be laid back and quiet and then when it's time just to go to work let's go to work um and i've got a handful not not all but i got a handful of them um so yeah i get that and them dogs basically hunted the two litter
1: mates and that puppy now she just turned a year old in july so in the the first part of training season she was you know hit hit and miss but towards the end she started to like running her own track not saying she treated anything but she was running and then the two male dogs were training bears by themselves and uh, so I was pretty pleased there. I was just this, they need this kind of environment and a main and another environment to make them a whole dog, you know. Mm-hmm. And let's the jury's still out. I mean, they may peek out where they are too. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. So the note. So you are you satisfied with their trailing? I mean, I, and I didn't get to see that because the way things happened this week. But
1: well, I actually am because traditionally where I well, you know where I hunt, yeah. it's the, they're they're not they don't have to grub nothing up. Mm-hmm. They're running off. Uh, you know the training season they just there's bears there waiting for us mm-hmm. so we went to Maine I know Sawyer the father he's noted for do, you know being a cold nose get a track up going mm-hmm. and we put him down on the first day and he went in with his father and went around and around and he got the track up and going and he's never run a track that old mm-hmm. and it took him a while but he got up and pushed that old, <clears throat> big old sow and two cubs, yearlings out and then loner and the other dog come and pushed it out across the road you know he We dumped them, you know. We packed them when they got across the other road. But so I was pretty pleased with that. Like some of the other dogs I've had, they're so used to that running off a bait that they don't Mm -hmm. settle down. I don't think I'm not saying they can't do it. They just never settle down enough, and it's my fault because I don't put them in a a cold track environment.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know we we've talked about that before. Like with the amount of bear right now, you don't necessarily need it. But you know the last couple days that we've been out. I miss my trail dog. Like this I mean, weather for sure. Yeah, I mean I, like we've walked over some tracks that my old dogs would have took, for sure. Um, and I, I'm, you know, it kind of gets under my skin a little bit. I'm like, oh, oh. there's three of them that I know that would tuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still want my. I still want that trail. And like, and I'm not saying that the dogs don't, because our dog. I mean today. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but. You know, I I miss my trail dogs. I miss. Well, I don't know. I think you had one today, right? Those two, your two dogs. Yeah.
1: And That track was. What, I don't know. Two days. I don't want to exaggerate, but. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was. A, it was. It was frozen. frozen. It was frozen. Yeah. It was frozen yesterday. I'll bet you.
0: Yeah. So it was a day old at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they they never said a word. They they took off. They we watched them. They was together, 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 and they topped over the mountain, and I was like, they are not moving. They're not showing tree. They're not moving. And we stood there, and then we walked back, and it had been, like, 15 minutes, and I'm like, they're in a hole. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in a hole. And then we pulled up, and, yeah, so we, yeah, kind of getting off there. But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, like I said, I like the calmer dog. I, I, I want that more so now. Um, and I don't have the dogs that I had back then. Like, I, I'm still catching bear, but there's more bear. I don't have the same style of dog now that I right. had. And I, I don't know.
1: That's kind of why I went, with, thought about going back to the black and tans, because mm-hmm. I wanted that old, that more old style dog, because I, when, I, when I first got back in this time, I'm, I really couldn't find what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because like, everything is just so competition bred. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about them dogs, so I'm not going to, but I don't think that's what we need, because, uh, you know, I got to, everywhere I go, I got to walk.
0: That's right. I don't like the go yonder. And mine, I mean, just like Kate, I mean, she hunts way wider than I prefer. She gets out there at six, 700 yards. I'm like, hey, you need to get back in because I can't hear you that far. I can't hear. Right. In in the mountains that we're in. Right. Um, yeah. So, and so, I mean, they caught several bear. I mean, you sent me several videos of those. You had two dogs on a couple bears. Yeah, we've, I was 19 days, we caught 15 bears.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean where you could walk up and take pictures of them, mm-hmm. not, you know, we we were on when we seen it. I don't count them. The problem is I got two big boars there that are putting a whooping on, mm-hmm. you know, and they, the old dog got beat up twice this summer, and then the, Moses got beat up on that big one. Then he ended up training another one, but he got his ribs all raked in and the year before. He got his hawk bit. They bit him through the hawk, and, you know, I don't know how long they're going to put up with that
0: mm-hmm. until
1: they start getting either smart or scared one or the other
0: yeah well yeah looks like we'll a little
1: bit of good little bit of grit goes a long is in my book yeah just, just stay i don't want to
0: i don't want them vet bills no.
1: no and then you'll lose a month if yeah. you're lucky if not dead
0: yeah or you could be like wesley and just hunt all females and they're all in heat right now and he's missing hunting season because they're all in heat <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor you got to get some backup there buddy um what about you bugs you I, I know I seen you. You maybe you snapped me a couple of videos and you hunted. I
2: mean, how do you think the season went? It was good. We something that Uncle Bob didn't really mention is when them boars were in in the beginning of the season. They were really they kind of left a few weeks in, and there were some notable trees in that beginning of the year where we would be looking at the cameras, and it was quite a bit of time since there was any sort of bear that we ended up treeing to that size on mm-hmm. um, you know we would get that big boar on there at what it would be four in the morning and then we would run up and tree a 150 pound sow out of any and it wasn't w- many of them though dude not yeah. like no
1: like when you used to come mm-hmm. remember i think i don't know
2: so i don't know what you know if they they got to the bait and just kind of well, those there. those sows are kind of staging somewhere staying close. <laughs> they're staying <laughs> off the boars and they kind of figured that game out a little bit and went out farther. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, but
0: so you were turning loose on the big bear and catching the smaller ones, or and a lot of
1: times you wouldn't even see them on the camera. Yeah, like Bug said, they're not, You would go there and they just hog the bait and they lay there and go to sleep. Right. So, I think when the when they do finally leave, then the south, lesser bears come in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're not
2: far. They can't be far. No, you would think, right? Coming. Yeah. But.
1: There wasn't the bears we traditionally have, and I don't know if it's because of those two guys or just some other reason I don't understand. But I didn't see any little cubs, hmm. which is Well, last year we did treat right. You know, we treated them right there in that flat. Yeah, well, not this
2: year. Yeah, hmm. it was definitely a different. It was totally. And after twenty years, I've never. This is a. T- this is definitely different. Hmm. And like the neck of the woods I hunt, I had no acorns. Yeah, it was no food. Uh, the only thing we saw when we were hiking around where there was some good blueberry patches, but I wouldn't think to much short lived, it was yeah, like to tear, take bears away from the bait. But Oh, yeah, that will, but yeah, only for like a week yeah. or so, and then they're going uh-huh.
1: so
0: well. <clears throat> so, bugs, I know. Um, let's just talk about um, it's Ruger, right? Uh, Hubertus, Hubertus, yeah. I can never remember that. (laughs) Um, Let's just talk about him real quick. Uh, I know you come down last year and stayed, and you went to Alabama. Arkansas. Arkansas to try to get him certified. Yep. Won't you kind of go over that real quick, what happened, where you're at. Um, And, guys, just make sure everybody's on the same page. We're talking about his Bavarian hound, which he does um, blood tracking. And you actually went down with Ken.
2: Yeah. Right? So, after the podcast, Mm -hmm. I actually wasn't 100% aware how active – the club was here in america Mm -hmm. Um, so after your interview with uh, ken Mm -hmm. i actually ended up joining the club nice so once i found out about that it was kind of nose to the grindstone getting some that test is very it's not just about the dog's ability to track there's a lot of obedience stuff Mm -hmm. that goes along with it so i kind of Things that I didn't realize that the club wants, I needed to kind of bum rush to train him. And um, honestly, I was going down to Arkansas pretty confident. Um, but we, what I originally thought was the end of this that last season. Last season, the dog ended up kind of sort of getting away from me, and I thought got a little beat up by a he baited up a doe and I thought he got beat up a little bit was lame and you know didn't seem like we went through the winter and he seemed okay mm-hmm. so through the winter he got a little more like towards the spring when I'm about to go to that test I noticed he was definitely tight again well I went down to the test and um we kind of had catastrophic failure um he Pretty much just, I never seen him do anything close to it, just hips pretty much gave out on the test. And uh, we were off to a good start. I knew he was tight. I could tell it was hot. It was 80 degrees. We just got done with the New York winter. He had his winter coat on. (coughs) And um, not what I was expecting. And it kind of turned into a wormhole of going to the vets. It started out with a local vet when i was in arkansas, arkansas okay he x-rayed him and saw some hip dysplasia but like nothing to ride home about you know he's like yeah you know maybe get us another opinion mm-hmm. well we got home got my vet at home that i trust a lot and he gave him another x-ray a little more like the pen hip and um He was like still like I don't know Jeremy like he's bet he's got it but he's not bad and I see arthritis Mm -hmm. so I'm like well Cornell is only two and a half three hours away from me I'm just gonna see if I can get an appointment in their orthopedic department so a few months later it's tough to get in there actually not bad so it took a little bit of time and we got in there like right in the end of spring summer. And, um, man, they did almost everything you could think of. And I'm appreciative of those vets. They honestly told me the truth, and it's basically a big, giant wormhole. They couldn't figure out. hes I might word it wrong, but his clinical signs don't show his actual mm-hmm. uh, lameness. Right. So his x-rays aren't showing that this dog needs a new hip basically Mm -hmm. in like layman's terms so they basically got him up on some drugs and trying some different things and unfortunately i left cornell with not really a great answer you know without spending thousands and tens of thousands on Mm them which i've you know unfortunately i don't (laughs) have yeah you know so I ended up fostering another puppy, or a, a, a male one that I met in Arkansas, and it just didn't ended up really working out this deer season that great. I put a lot of miles behind them, did some artificial stuff in the off season, and unfortunately, I think his issue with what we do is he never got the, like the foundation work, uh-huh. and what i was noticing in those tracks where guys were calling me like 24 plus hours later even even i would say eight hours later he just would pick up a live track instead at least from what i was noticing and i think he just he didn't have that stick with it because you know when when we're training them dogs you know especially how i was doing with bert like 48 hours later wasn't i was making sure it wasn't easy anymore in training and as a puppy once like blow through those steps a little bit quick and um i think he just got ignored and was put put up on every single deer possible and missed the artificial track stuff um but it's kind of hard to explain on the on the pot the show without seeing it but no,
0: I get it, but that so that eliminates you from that that test, right?
2: Yeah. So going back, yeah. Um, so in Germany, and this test is called the VP. I, I would totally blotch the German mm-hmm. pronunciation, but in Germany, you have to this your dog has to pass this preliminary test to be able to be hunted. Mm-hmm. So and bred, right? So he got what's called a medical exemption Mm -hmm. Um, for the parts of the test that he was able to test. He passed with flying colors, but for the actual track call um, part, we were medically exempt and basically now he won't be able to be bred um, and he's taken out of the gene pool, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But is that something that that's,
0: that, if you follow his bloodline, which I'm sure because the way they structure mm-hmm. things, is this something that they have seen through his his genetics?
2: So I did some – the German judges that were there I, were awesome and very obviously knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And how I was basically explained is it's before my time, maybe a little bit during Uncle Bob's time, but hip dysplasia – they were able to pretty much breed out, of, get out of the gene pool pretty well. Well, you know, I'm saying hip dysplasia, but mm-hmm. Bert has something else going on. Yeah, I think, more. it doesn't
1: he have more like a, because he has arthritis in all his joints. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's He's
2: got some sort of, yeah. Poly yeah. <laughs> something. But to kind of go back to what hip dys, you know, the East, Germans, or the West Germany, I should say, sorry, um, when the wall went up, Mm -hmm. the Eastern Europeans kind of faded off in their breeding uh, rigidness. Right. So Bert is from Slovakia, which is Mm -hmm. on the east side of the wall. So his bloodlines and his grandfather and whatever that could possibly have been is they are from that generation so they in their opinion they think that even though he does had we when we looked at his pedigree he does have some german blood too Mm -hmm. something happened probably from that pre-war or pre-cold war time period and it's kind of prone in an eastern european dog because they're still kind of cleaning that up from back then interesting
0: Isn't that crazy that you can track it back that far? Mm, Yeah. Like, you know, and like I said, I deal a lot with the Dutch guys. Um, Y'all have heard me talk about it on here, and those cats are sharp. They know. Like, you can ask them a question about a certain dog, and they'll tell you five dogs before that. Oh, he bleeds his eyes because his grandmother on his dad's side did this. And they're the Mm. same way with horses. Yeah. Like, they know. Like, they know. Every little trait – a dog does something quirky, they know where it comes from, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, we should be like that with our dogs. We like should, we, you, know, <laughs> you know, we really should. But the way dogs are bred now, and mm-hmm. you can't keep up with, um, you know, every what everybody's doing, and then on top of that, if you don't get registered dogs, and, even, and I'm not saying that maybe you do get registered dogs, but you know, you really don't know, like, you know, there's no standard we've yep. talked about, there's no standard in. You know, I've I've got a dog that I'm. It's a super nice dog, a super nice young dog, and he's got that quirk about the pen. And like, I'm wondering if I should not breed him because of that. I don't want that to come out in the next generation, the next generation, next generation. And I've thought, well, I've got a f- nice female that's nice and calm. She it like, don't work though. I know that's what I'm thinking. Like. Genetic drag, yeah, yeah. Like I breed her, well, I've done and that it too many times, and it won't it's... show up, and then it'll all be that way. They'll all be like him, and then I will I'll have a, I have to get rid of them because I can't stay. Pensatorial traits, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: a nightmare.
0: So what are you gonna do? What do you, where are you where are you at? Are you gonna get another one or
2: yeah? So it's kind of I'm planning on going back to. I'm gonna go to Slovakia actually this mm-hmm. spring, and we might look at some dogs and kind of this time I'm really going to consult with the Germans and my new friends really, and kind of see if it's, if they, if that's something worth coming home with me, Mm -hmm. if not, I'm going to wait until the Germans, um, find me a pup to bring home. That's, that'll be then like a club dog. Um, but, i'm hopeful i'm gonna spend a little bit of time i'm gonna hunt in europe again mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna to try to have a good time and hopefully get my eyes on some dogs too and maybe one will be coming home with me in the spring
0: now when you say club dog do you mean that way you can have it in the club or it belongs to the club and you're the you're the the foster
2: and now the papers would be in my name okay um yeah. I could act, make sure with Ken, but I'm pretty sure that if I got a club dog, would, the I would be the owner. Um, he would just be from the the that club. Yeah, I understand. Okay,
0: yeah. So he'd be your dog. You'd just still be operating
2: under the club. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. So okay. like how Bert was and how I got accepted is because he was um, part of the Slovakian Federation club, their club. Uh-huh right so his paperwork is jives with the germans basically so he would have been like a outside like a different gene pool kind of which which they were hoping to have and that's why they really i mean i was felt a little pressure going to that test a little bit in a way because i knew it's they're trying to get more u.s bred dogs within the club Mm -hmm. they don't want to they, they'll import if they need it, but they want to try to right. get us going with our club members too. So, and unfortunately, that's life owning hounds, and yeah, I bet my 12. I beat myself up pretty bad over it. Nope. Um, but
1: only happens to the best ones. It never happens to the lessners.
2: Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's the thing. He's he's shown. I mean it's one of, we've talked about it in the woods this week, like, you know, is it, is Bert that dog that I'm always going to try to catch up to, Mm -hmm. you know? And I got to also get that out of my head of, there's never going to be a a Bert, another Bert, but there's going to be good dogs in my life. Mm -hmm. And and there's going to be certain things that the next dog does that I like. Even that dog I fostered, There were certain things I liked about him over Burt. He seemed a little more cool and collected. It was just too cool and collected. (laughs) Yeah, he was a little too cool and collected. So
0: do you think that somebody was turning him on live deer, like doing the training wrong,
2: and that's why he wanted to switch over? I think there's got to be a certain point of, in my head, there's got to be a certain point of that dog has got to drive through His problems, and he's gotta, Mm. and he's gotta realize, man, it's getting really cold, or it's something's going on. Like, I no quit. You know, I, I saw that foster dog quit, basically, and I think that was from him just always, you know, hey Heath, you shot. If you shoot a buck this year, no matter what, I'm gonna come. Mm -hmm. Hey Uncle Bob. You shoot a buck, I'm going to come no matter what. And you put him right through the double lungs and he runs 60 yards and he's dead. And that's all you ever see in your life. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You know? Right. And not when some guy shoots it in the brisket and it goes three miles and 500 other deer have gone across and, you know, you still have a dog chasing it after three miles, you know? yeah when
0: you know you said it i was going to say something while you did but you talk about that foundation that's how important it is like yeah we talk about it we talk about it we talk about it like jared moss and i just had a podcast about it like you know little things go a long ways and it's you know to me there's no russian dog training for me um with the police side of it yeah i got to get that dog up and running but i still have time like if i'm doing a dope dog I can do whatever I need to do in about 3 months and I usually take 6 because I'm not, you know, I don't want to skip the process. And then if you're looking at tracking dogs or apprehension dogs, it's a little different because the obedience has to be on the apprehension dogs. And I still I just don't get in a rush. And if I need to if I need to work through a problem like I just take the time and I, you know, I build those, I do those baby steps just a little bit at a time, a little bit of time. And then once the dog can put all those little baby
2: steps together, you know, he's, he's through it and and made it. So I'm, I'm with you. You know, and you know, like you just said too, like these, this, these genetics, you know, they're super, they're super genetics. Mm -hmm. They're rock star dogs. The, the siblings of, The dog i fostered are all amazing tracking dogs the parents are amazing tracking dogs and you see how quickly someone that doesn't take the time completely ruin a dog Mm -hmm. and not to say that maybe he wasn't going to be any you know to that caliber of his siblings but all the genetics were, were there you know they don't mess around when they breed a dog yeah, like that.
1: Doesn't always matter. I mean, yeah, you know, sometimes they just don't line up. Do they? Yeah. Sometimes they just,
2: yeah.
0: You know. All right. Well, let's. Um, I hope he works out, and we may fo- we'll follow up on that. Like, yeah, you know, I, like I said, I hope I'm up this summer, next summer, and bring them young dogs. I'm puppies. <laughs> the the four heathens that I have running around <laughs> in the yard. Yeah, I'm running. <laughs> I hope. Um, yeah, I. I really like – I mean, I'm, I've got Sassy going. Uh, you know, I need to keep her from getting hurt and keep her on the right track. And then I've got Lady and AJ, and then I have the four puppies. So I have six – wait, four. That's seven. I've got seven dogs under a year old. And I'm not sure how I'm going to do it because I know as a trainer that two's too many. <laughs> you can't put enough time into one. That's right. But, well, man, those pups are – You have to s- quit your job. <laughs> i'm I'm working on it bob. i'm like i'm working on it. i'm like four years seven months and some change right there yeah, i'm, I'm be here before you know it yeah well i hope i don't know how much longer my body can handle it like after today let's go over the last couple of days you guys come down and um like i said bob you can take these bear with you that want to stay on the ground <laughs> like we've <laughs> treed bear every or every bear that we've run this year and caught, We've treated them. No problems. Now we've we've had a couple that's bounced, you know, come out, go back up, come out and go back up. Um, but then Tuesday, we uh yeah,
1: that was a bugger.
0: Golly geez, man, we um, he had no sense of humor. No, <laughs> he, yeah, he did not. You know, we found a, a, an old track in the snow. It had ice in it, and um, we put put three dogs down. Uh, Wesley put one of his dogs down, Forrest, and then I put mine. And, and I, I mean, I'll say that Wesley and Forrest has done the majority of the work. Um, Spook stayed with them, and of course, you know, he shines when it gets ready to get get up. Um, so they worked that thing and worked that thing. I don't know how long it was.
2: They hit a lot of feeding air. You yes, see. they did. Yeah, it was, yes, they there did. There was He some, was circling. He and was circling. in there for a while in that yeah. hole.
0: Yeah, yeah, he they made several loops in there and one dog would lose and you could see the other one. And then you'd see the dogs pull to the one that was picking it up. And I
2: me a lion hunting on dry ground. <laughs> yeah. It was cool to see on the GPS, you know?
0: Yeah. So we, um, anyway, they brought that thing out of several feeding areas and, um, come up a hollow right close to where we was at and jumped, probably jumped it within 200, 300 yards of us. And when I heard spook coming up a hollow, I. Right put put kate and trip to him and i think Forrest put a couple dogs and i think wesley and they called it about a couple hundred yards up the mountain and made a big loop in there with it just walking it and it went back down and
1: he didn't like that did he
0: Crossed down and hot rod hot rod got in there and put some of his dogs on it and um yeah i mean that thing was splitting dogs to chase people like, that's he was at Henry. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Yeah, <laughs> well, Hot Rod gets a little excited. So, I'll tell you a funny one on this one. So, Bugs has got Bob's dogs, Bob's with me, and, and him and Wes went in there. And Hot Rod starts yelling on the radio, He's trying to get me, he's trying to get me. So, Bugs wouldn't turn the dogs loose because he thought the bear was eating Hot Rod because he was so excited. Uh, but that's just the way he is, man. He sees a bear, he can't. Like, he's screaming like a little girl. Like, that's just the way he is. But the bear did. I mean, we got video yeah, of it. Yeah, he met that. Like, yeah, he, he wouldn't, he's wouldn't. charging him. Yeah. I mean, he was splitting dogs. He wasn't even cared about the dogs. He just come right at him. And then I think when y'all got in there, he did the same thing with Wes. Yeah. Um. So He's,
1: he's the good one to get out of the gene pool. Yes, we,
0: uh, yeah, we, um, we've um, we had, a, yeah, we took him. Man, he's a nice, you know, over- almost 250 pound boar, nice, nice bear. And
2: that was something that was coming from what I'm used to hunting to my first time hunting in Virginia is I just, I'm used to, if it's not working out that great and we have a dog with us, you know, walking it in and trying to help out. Cause in our neck of the woods, when, when that splits up, it's an all day affair, you know, and I, I didn't want to lose a dog and then not ha- come into something a bay and not have another dog to send in there. Yeah, there was enough dogs going. And so that, you
0: should have took him in or whichever one was. You had smoke and Moses. You and had then. both of them. Yeah, you should have took him in and tied him to hot rod and said, "Hot rod, you're safe now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But now I, you know, well live and learn. It's live right. and learn. You know, now yeah, I, no, I, I something different. Yeah, I mean, different. in the
0: area that we hunt, the areas that we hunt, like especially there, I mean, turn them loose. Like they're either in or out but they're safe yeah you know yeah, we're as not, long as
2: there's no roads I yeah saw see we'd have now. no access yeah
0: yeah so no so we had a good you know good good day and um uh what was y'all what was y'all's i mean bugs i know that was your first time down here bob what what was your take on all that mess
1: well that's different for me because i'm hunting one or two dogs all the mm-hmm. while but it, it was fun it's different Dogs, you know, and like like we said on the first podcast, these young dogs need to learn all different kinds of environments. You yeah. know what I mean? They need to go in with her some a lot more dogs, and like the, you could tell that he was dumbfounded when he was in there today at the tree. He was just standing around looking at everybody like, "What is this?" You know? <laughs> but that's part of growth. Yeah. And maybe it works, maybe it don't.
0: I don't know. We'll see. when he gets a little older, so what we, what I think we count hit fourteen in there yet Tuesday. Fifteen. 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 Yeah, so fifteen. I had three, and Forrest had three.
1: And what was there today?
0: Well, I don't know. Let's go to let's go to Wednesday first, and then we'll talk today. So when, yesterday, we, man, I, I'm telling you, like, we have, we, the snow's still on the north slopes. The south slopes are pretty, uh, pretty. it's pretty gone, pretty melted. You can't really see tracks in the south side. Uh, most of it's barren. Um, we found a bunch of tracks yesterday, and after we fiddle farted around with them till lunchtime, we realized they were all making circles, crossing the roads, going underneath the road, and then walking underneath the road, and then crossing the road, and going above the road. And so, yeah, we literally wasted the day. all know, looking place. To hold yeah, out, I guess. Yeah, I mean Garrett. Garrett was able. He slipped off and he ended up getting a nice uh, salbear tree. And then, yeah, that was that yesterday. And then today. Um, we changed it up a little bit that was fun <laughs> yeah we uh, that's what it's like that's what i'm used to <laughs> yeah so we uh we left the trucks this morning right after daylight and uh, just busted the brush and um, we found several tracks they of course they were sn- they were froze they yeah. were At least two they- days old yeah. um we walked a good piece and we got down in some country that I really like to be in, and I, I actually told Bob, I'm like, this is one of my favorite little sp- sp- spots through here. Like, this is where I like to be, and um, Spook and Kate just kind of disappeared, and and I had my other two young dogs loose, too, and they did not go. I don't know what happened there, but Spook and Kate, um, they, f- actually, we were watching them on the tracker. They went up up the mountain, and come back in behind us, paralleling the top of the mountain, and then they just kind of dropped, dropped right, right there on it, and and they were only 700 yards from us, or six, it was 641, and like I said, they weren't moving, and me and Bugs was talking, and we, I said, let's walk back up here and see if we can hear them, cause I should hear, them. they're on top of the mountain, we should hear them, and we walked back, and we're still not hearing them, we didn't cut no tracks back through there either, and I'm like, I, I don't know. And they stayed, and they stayed, and they stayed. Pop up treed, and then they would show. And I'm like, well, they're they're in a hole. They got to be in a hole. So we're like, let's just bust up there and see see what's going on. And then we got up there, and and sure enough, I mean, we we had to be within 150 yards of them to hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or maybe it yeah. took a while. Well, yeah. because that also was on the on the other like other on the side. edge of that
1: mountain, so it, it was more on the, the other, other side. side. Yeah.
0: So we had to get in there pretty close, and they was under under a big rock uh, yeah. bluff. Yeah. And we, uh, just to make sure, I you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'm I'm kind of funny. I still want to see it. Like, I want to know that they got a bear. Like, yeah, I want right. to know. Yeah. And um, so, we got to poking and prodding in the hole, and it stuck its head out, and me and Bob said, oh, it was a little sow bear. She had her real nice brown muzzle, and it's almost like she had uh, um, eyelashes on, you could see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was actually pretty. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it come out there in the hole by that time, and... So we caught the dogs up and and went on went on hunting, and then we got into uh, we was we was getting pretty close to coming out, and the dogs went down below us and uh, spook struck, and and I forgot we pulled him off that track early this morning. Yeah, the one track he was trying to take, and I actually called him because it was a small bear, and you could see it the track. It was a smaller. I mean, it was small. I was like, I'm not wasting my day with that. So we went on, went hunting, it, went down there and struck, and Kate and Houdini and Hart was with him, and um, Spook opened another time or two, and I cut Trip in, and when Tripp got there, he just started, like, yo- I mean, he was calking, <clears throat> and the other dogs opened up, and we packed, I had five dogs with me, and you packed your two, and. I mean, they got out of there, didn't they? Like afterburners. <laughs> I was like, how did they get that far that fast? Yeah, because you asked me, you're like, and I'm like, wow, they're three quarters of a mile from us. Like, they, they gone. It just opened and they were three quarters of a mile, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they ended up running it over to Hunter and Greg and um, crossed crossed right in front of them. And man, it, they got some good video footage of it. and of course hunter's hollering on there hey it's hey, a good bear hey it's a good bear and i mean it was I, I mean yeah it was like i we i mean we walked our butts off just to try to get in there and it crossed a, another um nasty area and crossed the creek and went up on the other side and what was it bugs for 12
2: miles today we did 12 yeah, yeah.
0: you got 12 i got i got ten five 5 and 123 flights of steps on mine, <laughs> yeah. like, <clears throat> so yeah we earned it today <laughs> yes we did um yeah so we got in there and um so taylor and ariel are down hunting with us and uh taylor and ariel had trailed a bear up into a hole too and they were on the other side of the mountain and this thing was coming right at them and it man it you talking about things working out like it worked out perfect today because we was getting some dogs he was getting rough like i said i got a couple dogs with holes in them and um taylor was able just to slip right down on him and take him and of course that bear was 323 nice nice uh, nice yeah. bear yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And a nice guy nice people
0: yeah so what was y'all's takes on today it was great i, I could could do that every day yeah yeah a little less I don't, I
1: don't like getting in the truck i like being in the woods yeah
0: that's where the things happen right
1: uh, you know you got this beautiful mountain range and
0: yeah, Bob I was and like, what mountain is this? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I was telling him the mountain names. He goes, no, like what? And I was like, no, we're in the Appalachian. Like, Bob, we're in the Appalachian <laughs> Mountain. Yeah, it was all, you know, all the camaraderie and everybody's helping one
1: another. It's You don't see that a lot anymore, you know. Nobody leaves until the job's done or the dogs are caught. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's nice. We don't get to have that because we don't have enough people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like Garrett helping out with yeah. the dogs.
0: And... All Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. It, and that's that's it's a one great of the, group of guys. That's blessing that we have a vet with us. Yeah. I mean, he for, he stapled Force Dog up right there on the tailgate and cleaned it out, shaved it. Um, and he was asking today, he was like, "Hey, you know, do y'all need me to come down there? How bad is it?" And they were doing their own. They they had got away from us. And um, and I don't think. I mean, I know Trip got bit down through the rear end. I don't think it's that bad. I'll go home and clean it up and see. But um, yeah, so a little different a lot different there's a rodeo while you were I here l- like
2: i'd rather hunt like this than yeah. ride the roads or yeah i was saying uncle bob and forrest do a little bit it's like the first two days when we were kind of just trying to cut tracks in the snow mm-hmm. it was almost like lion hunting mm-hmm. in the truck all day yeah going spots walking out spots yeah just yeah that's okay waiting to, you can have it you know and then today was cool when we were um walking out and yeah free casting right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that was cool
0: yeah and i even uh so they went to hunter and struck and greg said or uh, one of them said uh, one of hunter said said hunter said well do you want me to pack them and i said pack at your own risk i was like i don't know what they're running it, Greg's like, yeah, don't tell me that. He's like, ninety nine out of a hundred times they're on to what they're supposed to be on, and I'm like, pack at your own risk. <laughs> and then he run, it literally run almost over top of him. So, I don't know, you know. And I was thinking about that while we were, um, you know, taking care of, taking care of the bear, you know. If you can't have fun and pick and prod each, you know a little bit. Don't get it Don't get nasty, get yeah, don't get get it
1: nasty rude. But yeah. I
0: mean, we're all the time. I mean, we're giving Greg down the road. He's had two bears run over the top of him and never seen one. And we tell him we're gonna take him to get his cataracts fixed <laughs> and get his glasses. Wesley's been all over him, and that's why he was telling him when he drunk. He's like, that's what a bear looks like, Greg. <laughs> and Greg was like, yeah, about run over me. I seen that one. Um, but you know, that's what's fun about hunting is the. The camaraderie yep, you know yep. you have a good bunch of guys like everybody brought dogs out and then literally walked a little over a mile back up in there to to um to help right i mean you know I, me and you were jacked before we we set the truck was drinking water i was like all right bob i don't want to but i guess we're gonna have to yeah and um so we you know we walked back up in there so that little contraption we got is pretty nice. Isn't that's, that's, it? I've never seen that. Like I've heard them
1: guys in Maine do that for moose, but I've never seen it. Yeah, that makes life a whole lot different. Yes,
0: it does. Mm. It we'd def- still be in there. Oh, we we Unless have had You'd have to skin it skin out in yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's what we were. That's what we'd have had to do for sure. So, any
1: last thoughts? Yeah, we're, we're going to buy a house down here now. We're going to move from Catskills down here. All right, we'll come. <laughs> Come on. We're running the summertime in the Catskills and come down here in the December. That sounds good. You just come and stay. Because uh, Forrest is just going to keep cooking us breakfast every morning.
0: I know. He doesn't, and he doesn't need to work anymore either. We'll just run, <laughs> we're run <running> bears. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. So you should buy you a place down here. Yeah. You just stay. Yeah, get out of that in New York. And then sep- so September, you could run. So we run in September the first usually it's the first day or two a couple of days of october and in december so yeah so what's your plans are you gonna uh are you gonna breed in your dog i know we talked about yeah i will
1: try to like to breed that female and then just give it see what happens there and then i'll once that all settles i'll know if i'm going to stay mm-hmm. you know because you know, i mean they're all young they're you know like it's not that they're young young they're two year old um the littermates are two and it's just the problem is New York only has two months, and it's hard, you know, because mm-hmm. you do have to work once in a while. So it's hard to get them in the woods every single day. and Especially you, could, you, get, you might get a week where it's 90 degrees and you just can't. Mm-hmm. So are always a little bit behind, you know, as far as time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I, we talk about that. I mean, you and I talk about it because, you know, I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to go to Canada this spring, you know, just get another week of hunting. You know, Another environment. Yeah. Um, you Not know, that you need it? Not that you guys need it, but
1: like when I go to Maine, them dogs were really out of their, you know, element. Down here, it's it's the same, but yeah. up there, it's to- up in that Blackstone country. You know, that's just. I mean, they were dogs who were missing hair and eyes were all bloodshot. You had to go clean all the stuff out of their eyeballs every night because, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. just. It's
0: hard on them. I don't know how them dogs live old age up there. Well, I mean, it's just like when I go down to BB's and, and Dougs. Like, it my, it's, it's taken my dogs a while. I've been going in there for two years now, and it's taken my dogs a while to adjust. They do better now. But my first trip or two, it was kind of like, they're out of their element. like mm-hmm. yeah. And the back, the big bear on the ground, like, you can't see. And, I mean, I've got a couple that, man, they took tail and gone, and I don't like it. And, and two of those dogs were on that bear today, and they didn't leave. I, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand. I do. But, like, if if you can stay on a bear here that's that's rough, why can't you stay on a bear there Cause I, that's not? I think
1: they can't maneuver them. And they're getting – because, like, I noticed that when, when Sawyer got in there and got whooping, they get in there, and I don't even know if they, – they smell them, obviously, but you can't see me to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what that's happens right. is then when they turn, the dogs can't get away. Here they can get away a little bit. They yep. got more room. Yep. They can work a bear. You ain't working a bear and that stuff. Yeah. It's just – you get, you know, you got to be careful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely – I mean, that's definitely a problem. Like I said, I've seen it with my young dogs. I've seen it, and, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep putting them in the woods Mm -hmm. and seeing what they can do. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm glad y'all came down and hunted. And, like I said, hopefully in July I can get up and spend a couple days. Me and Matty will run up and – Stretch them puppy's legs. They're going to need it. My gosh, man, they're after everything. If it moves, they barking at it and running at it, so (laughs) – All right, should be good. Yeah, thanks. All right, we will. Yeah, we'll see y'all probably this summer. Yeah, hopefully that's the plan. That's the plan. All right, guys. I've enjoyed it. Me too. The journey on Houndsman XP has teamed up with One TDC. This dual-action support for oral health and mobility in our dogs. This unique supplement is so effective that it is recommended by top veterinarian experts worldwide to maintain and improve our dog's health in four different areas. Their oral health, hips, joints, and muscles, skin, coat, energy, and recovery. Guys, I've been using this product for the last six months, and it has been a game changer for me. If you're looking for something to help with the overall health of your dog, go to WorkSoWell.com and give this product a try. It is highly recommended by Houndsman XP here on The Journey.